Welcome to Peaceful Service Pro, the podcast for done-for-you service providers and agency owners who desire both peace and profit in business. This show is for you if you want to learn how to work less, earn more, and have the energy and financial independence to fulfill your own core values and needs without burning out in business. My name is Seals Lockley, and I'm a business coach based in the UK. I've spent the past 20 years immersed in the service provider world, encompassing a career in marketing and social media, over a decade in freelancing, and latterly as a founder of my own creative agency, during the pandemic. Every week, I'm here to bring you straight-talking conversations from both myself and expert guests from the industry, offering a wealth of bite-sized, no BS guidance on topics ranging from mindset and self-worth to strategies on positioning, marketing, and selling your offers. If you want to feel wildly peaceful in business and grow your profits serving clients with your expert skills, this is where we do it. Welcome, welcome, peaceful service providers, to another episode of Peaceful Service Pro. We are all about the peace here, if you haven't noticed. And today I'm going to be talking to you about some pricing mistakes I made as a freelancer. Actually, I have seven of them. I might have more actually, but we'll see how we get on. So perhaps you're a service provider, perhaps you're a freelancer. Pricing is one of those things, right, that just boggles everybody's minds. It can be a little bit icky. It can be a little bit tricky. It can be a little bit sticky. I'm so sorry. But you know what? Today I'm deep diving on pricing. We're going to go all in. We're going to talk about these big mistakes because we need to have this out, right? We need to get this shit out on the table and talk about these mistakes. And I made all these mistakes. So I'm sharing them with you so you don't make them too. Um, And I've talked about some of these before, but. Let's go a bit deeper into some of them. Um, Starting with number one, basing my pricing on what others are charging. So when I started freelancing, I remember having a conversation with a freelancer pal. I knew like three freelancers in the whole world at this point. And she was a little bit more experienced than me. And she told me she was charging £40 an hour. So what did I do? I thought, well, I'm not as experienced as her. I'm going to charge £35 an hour. And I just pulled that figure out my ass and that wasn't helpful at all because, of course, I didn't work out how much money that would mean in terms of an overall salary. I didn't work out how many hours I'd need to work in order to get to my desired level of income. I just chose £35 an hour. I have no idea why. Um, Yeah, so don't do that. Don't base your pricing on what other people are charging in your industry or otherwise. Like, Just don't compare your prices to other people. Pricing is personal. Pricing is about your process and it's about what you do uniquely. So it doesn't need to be a versus us versus them thing. Okay, the second mistake I made was that I chose an hourly rate. Now, I didn't know any different, and I'm sure you didn't know any different when you started freelancing. Hourly rates are kind of the way of the world, right? But If I was starting again as a freelancer, I would not charge by the hour. I just wouldn't because it is not amazing for your profitability. It's not amazing for your time. It's not amazing for your mindset. 
So choosing an hourly rate was a big mistake because it meant that I just felt like a commodity all the time. And I was constantly placing all my worth within my time and how much, how quickly I could work or, or indeed how many hours I was doing for a client. And actually that's the other stupid thing about hourly rates is the more efficient you get, the less you earn. That is the crazy thing about them. So yeah, I chose an hourly rate. Wouldn't do that again. The third mistake I made was not being aware of my income goal and capacity. So I had absolutely no idea what I wanted to earn, even though I come out for salary job. I didn't do the maths. I was financially illiterate at this point in terms of like how business works. I didn't realize that actually in order to make money in business, you do actually need to be aware of what the numbers are and like how much revenue you need to make and how much your expenses are and then obviously making your profit. And as well as that, making sure you have the capacity to serve your clients. So not being aware of my income goal, not setting a goal, and then not making sure that I had the capacity to reach that goal based on my prices was a mistake. And this is a big part of my Office Suite Oracle program that we use to just get people in exactly the right place for their income goals and the amount of time they do or don't want to work because a lot of people are working too many hours and not making the money that they want to and getting exasperated when all we need to do is some tweaks to those numbers. Okay, the fourth mistake I made was not increasing my rates as my experience grew. So my rates were £35 an hour for about three years. And I didn't put them up for a long time because I was scared to ask for more money. So as I got more experienced, I was still charging exactly the same money. And even when I moved to value-based pricing, I don't think my rates really ever went up that much either. But this is my advice to you. Make sure you increase your rates as your experience grows. You know, as you get better at what you're doing, as you get more process and more sort of smoothness and sleekness in your process, and you get better results for your clients, put your prices up because of that. Number five, I gave discounts and freebies to be nice. So I basically took money out of my own pocket to be nice because I was a people pleaser. I was like, oh, I'll take some money off of this. And I'll tell them that they're getting a free Instagram audit or a free content plan because then they'll think I'm nice and then they'll want to work with me more. No, no, stop. Do not do this. Please don't make this mistake. It was a really silly mistake. They didn't think I was nice. They just thought, great, she's giving me stuff for free. And they kind of wanted more stuff for free. And it was just not the right energy at all. Number six, when I moved to project fees, I was actually not sticking to my project fee. So I'd set the fee and then I'd reduce the fee based on the client. So if it was a small business, I'd be like, oh, they can't afford that. Or just take a couple of hundred quid off the invoice and the quotation and just being really kind of not strategic with my pricing at all, just making it up as I went along and doing that thing where you set up the proposal and you put the figure in and then you change the figure and then you put it up and then you take it down and then you put it up and take it down. And then when you send it off, you're kind of sending it off with your eyes sort of scrunched up, hoping, you know, fingers crossed and everything. And then when they come back and say, yes, you think, damn, I should have charged more money. So that was a big mistake because I wasn't being strategic in my pricing. I was just, again, pulling figures out of my ass. Okay, I've got more. Um, Agreeing to work on a budget without reducing the scope that I did so many times Um, you know, clients come to me and say, I've only got this much money. Can you still do the work? And I'd be like, well, okay, yeah, I need the money. 
And I just do it because I didn't have any boundaries and because I also wasn't aware that I could just say no. (laughs) Um, Sounds so simple, doesn't it? But I just said yes. And then I obviously lost out as well. Um, So a couple of bonus ones I got for you here. Um, Letting my main client dictate my prices. This is actually something I see loads um, when I'm working one-on-one with clients and I'm going through their client roster and they're telling me about each of their clients and we're looking at the pricing. And they're like, yeah, this is my main client and I've been with them for years and like we're really good friends and like everything is great, but I'm not really happy about how much they're paying. And this is so common. So you kind of, I call it your codependent whale. You basically have a big client that pays most of your bills and you become a bit codependent on each other and it's not great. Um, so you can end up kind of letting your main client dictate your pricing to some degree. So you kind of shape your entire business model around them. That's not very strategic. That's not a great thing to do because all it means is you're basically going to be stuck with them forever and you're not going to be inviting in any higher paying clients. I've got one more for you. Um, I didn't put my prices on my website. So not putting my prices on my website or being really like open about my pricing meant that I attracted lots of really bad fit clients because they would want, you know, they would want a proposal and then I'd have to quote and then I end up giving them a discount and like it's a vicious cycle, right? So not putting my prices out there and being visible and confident in them really affected my bottom line. So don't make that mistake. Make your prices available, be open about them, put them on your website and it will really help you get clients. Trust me, because they want to know how much things are. They want to see what's included. They want to make an, an informed decision for themselves. They don't need some sticker shock surprise on your proposal when it comes through after you've spent an hour on the phone with them. That is just the most awful way of selling to somebody these days. People want instant information and they want to be able to find out how much it costs there and then. And then they might think about working with you. So don't make that a bit complicated. Okay, this has been seven of the biggest pricing mistakes I made as a freelancer. We've had a whistle-stop tour talking about websites and discounts and comparing your prices to other people's prices. Let's just say in 2024, please, I implore you to raise your prices, not compare yourself to anyone else and be really open and work on your money mindset as well. So if you're feeling icky about talking about your prices, work on how you feel about that and just keep practicing, right? I didn't always have the great relationship with money that I have now. I used to find talking about money really awkward and pricing really awkward. How have I got good at it? I just kept practicing, talking about it, being open about it and accepting that I needed to work on my own limiting beliefs around money. Um, So it's a journey and I advise you to start that journey as quickly as you can if you haven't already. And yeah. Don't forget to put your prices up. I have said that a few few times in this episode and I'm going to keep saying it. Okay, love, see you next time. 